Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Welcome to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's families and adults striving for the best in senior living. I'm Bill Corbett, manager at Evergreen Crossings Independent Senior Living and author of the book, The 2.0 Entrepreneur. And I'm Jennifer English, the marketing director at Avery Heights Senior Living. We're sitting down with industry area subject matter experts in this show to find out what they've learned along the way and get them to share it with us to help families in the Connecticut area. First solution for today is understanding what the five items that are needed in downsizing. I don't know about you, Jennifer, but you ever watch the Hoarders show? Oh my kind gosh. Of obsessed. Uh, you know, but it's, they say it's a disease, a sickness. And it of is. course, we're not going to offer solutions to, to solve that. I'm just saying that's like the extreme, but I can't help but think of episodes from that show when I'm walking around my home in my office and I go, Okay, we have to get rid of this stuff and start making trips. Well, I just to think goodwill. of like seniors because of the depression, and they tend to keep a lot more things because they didn't have it. So they need five lawnmowers. They need ten of these. Yes. Because what if they don't have it again? And my my mother in law has a room full of bookcases of old, musty, dusty books that we can't get her to get rid of, and we think they're causing a problem with their breathing. Because they're containing mold and and who knows what else. But again, the generation we're working with is when books were incredibly valuable. Anyway, today we've invited on the show Donna Fino Chiaro. Did I do that right? Yeah, you got it really close there, Bill. Thank you. Oh, uh, just close. So I get five <laughs> points. Okay. That was good. Uh, Donna is the owner of the business known as Lotus Transitions. And tell us just uh, real quickly what, uh, describe your, uh, your business in one minute or less. Sure. Happy to do so. And very happy to be here with your listeners today. Uh, the business is, um, an estate organizing company that specializes in senior citizen downsizing. So anything pertaining to a senior's transition, we are the go-to people in the region. And you've written a couple of books. I have. That you brought with you that we're going to uh, give away later in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you read the, the titles of those books for me? So we have 30 Days to Better Organization. It's January, best time. And then Embrace Your Space. I love that. Embrace Your Space, right? Inspiring Stories of Home. Exactly. That second book just came out. It was um, an Amazon bestseller when it first came out. And the previous book that you mentioned, The 30 Days to Better Organization, is actually a take-action journal. So it's a lot of oh, fun nice. to dig in and, and, and really implement those things so you can start creating organization in your, um, in your own life um, one step at a time. And so, seniors need that the most, right? They do. They do. So be listening in the second half of the show. We're going to give you the phone number to call in and win uh, these books. I'm also at my community, which is Evergreen Crossings. I'm going to give away a pair of passes to our Sunday brunch so they can come and experience fine dining uh, at its best. So we've got a lot of prizes to give away. So be listening in the second half for the phone number and for the time to call in and win. All right, let's get started on this. Five items needed for downsizing. What's the first one, Donna? Yeah, so this is really interesting. People are always uh, stressing about what to take with them. And we always say start with that largest piece of furniture first and make sure that we have the basic necessities. So what I've put together is this short list of five items, um, starting with the, the bedroom set. So you certainly want to have your comfy bed and all the amenities that go along with it in that space. But as you go throughout this new apartment, as you're starting to get to a smaller space, you want to make sure that you're providing 
uh, comfortable seating that not only is functional in the space, but also provides socialization. So when people are coming over to visit with you, you've created a nice little circle so people can come and sit and chat. Um, we always mention a table or a work surface. And the reason we do that is because oftentimes you're transitioning to this new space and you need to figure out um, how best to where you're going to pay your bills if you're still paying your own bills and um, having a little snack at certain times of the day, even though you might have some um, you know, uh, communal type eating with the rest of the residents. Can I go back to the bed for a minute? You sure um, can, absolutely. So let's say they've got a giant queen or king size bed with yeah. posts and everything. Do you recommend that they transition to a smaller bed? Yeah, that's a great question. We get this question all the time from the family members of the person who's transitioning. And a four-post bed, absolutely. Even if it were to physically fit in the space, just aesthetically, it's not going to work. It's going to make that room feel that much smaller. So we will suggest to them, we don't necessarily say they have to go to a twin bed. That would be a huge transition for them, especially if they're coming out of a queen bed. But if they have a king, almost always we'll say, is it just you? Is it you and some other person? And if that's the case, we might suggest a full-size bed, which is now, the equivalent of a double. So let's, going on, staying with the bed, Yeah. do you also help them sell that bed? If they have a big, giant, huge Victorian bed with poster, you know, posts and everything, Yes. you so, help them sell it so they can use that money to buy a smaller bed? So in, in some regards, yes. So we do help them with um, selling their items that they no longer can use. We do have... Um, state regulations regarding reselling mattresses. So we have to be careful about what we actually promise them that we can do for them. But yes, we absolutely do try to defray any of those moving expenses by helping them to sell things that they're not going to take with them. I do find it's important that we also like be mindful of if that's a bed they really want and if it can fit, make it work. Sometimes like, and maybe switch it out later, but or just be like, why do you want that big of a bed? What does it do for you? And try to find that connection emotionally where then you can go back and then maybe it would be better to go small. But instead of being like, hey, don't take that. It's not going to work. No, no, no. Mom, you slept in that with dad. Dad's gone now. Would would you be okay with that? Or let's bring it for now and then we'll look at it later. I think that's, it's so that's see, yeah, that's see, I would, I would, I would argue with you because... Um, and just for fun arguing, okay. playing the devil's advocate, yeah, yeah. as soon as you fill that space, like Donna said, you've taken away the space, so now it's it's looking smaller. And, and that's, I think that's the But they're not going to look at it that way. They're not. They're, it's going to be like, they're leaving their home, which is super hard, right? So if you keep taking and taking from them, it doesn't matter. And the, the ultimate goal is when you go into a community, it's not to be in your bedroom. It's to be in the community. You're right. You're right. So... If it makes them feel good that that's their bed, let it be, people. You're right. You both bring up some really great arguments, and we hear this all the time as we're talking with people. And to Jennifer's point, we try to engage that person who's transitioning as best as we possibly can and have it be their decision. So it's almost like when you're speaking with somebody who's of a younger mindset, it kind of goes back full circle, you might want to present them with two options. Both options would be what we would want to be the outcome and are you more comfortable in this and, and give a scenario for example oftentimes we'll bring over the bedroom set from the guest bedroom yes i was going to say that when yes. there's multiple oh, rooms yeah. in the house yes you can yes that is an awesome alternative option because it's still theirs and there's still meaning Makes sense. yes we do that a lot yes Yes. All right, let me, uh, so let's keep moving. We're running out of time, so give us a few more. Yeah, 
So um, we talked about that comfy seating in the living space. Um, socialization is so key, as Jennifer mentioned. And you definitely, when you go into this new space, you want to, um, you know, be, have almost have that open door policy. You almost want to allow the neighbors to come in, yeah, knock, off. show off the beautiful space. We do help them to set up and stage their apartments. So we do have that uh, specialty um, uh, feature that we can we can offer with them. So we will rearrange the furniture to their liking and, and make it work really well for them. What else? All right. So the table, the workspace that we touched upon a little bit for not only eating but functionality. And when you, when you say workspace, yeah. I'm imagining like my grandmother, she had this big giant dining room table and that was her workspace. Yeah. So you're talking about helping them transition to accepting a small desk off to the side or something. Exactly. And so here you just hit, hit the nail on the head with something. Um, when we are helping them to decide what to take, oftentimes we'll start, we'll be sitting in the living room when we're having the conversation, and we will be talking about that TV sitting on that TV stand. And I'm, my brain's already thinking, well, the TV stand doesn't serve a whole lot of function other than just placing the TV on it. So I'll start asking, are you permitted to have your TV mounted on the wall at the community? Do they provide those types of services to mount it? Because we don't cover that. But more importantly, even if they didn't mount the TV, what would be the appropriate piece of furniture to place underneath the TV that would give them maximum storage and functionality? Or another piece that they wanted to bring. So you it's got like, it. I, want, I really want this. Well, you can put your TV on that, and then the TV stand becomes obsolete. The piece that we almost always recommend is the sideboard buffet from the dining room. Because oh. now they get to take yeah. a piece of yeah. their dining room set with them, and you've got the drawers, and you've got the, um, the cubbies, and now they can put a lot of different things in there. The other thing we sometimes do is if their bedroom space is just too small to accommodate that larger bed, and they have two dressers, maybe a low, wide dresser and a tall chest of drawers and two nightstands, that's an awful lot of furniture for a downsized apartment. So the long dresser will recommend take it without the mirror, mm-hmm. bring it in the living room. Oh. Now they've got all the drawers. Nobody goes in their drawers when they come visit, so they don't have to know that there's clothing in mm-hmm. those drawers in the living room. So that's another that's thing that creative. we recommend. I like that. So I want to make sure and get it in. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us how uh, we can get in touch with you. Oh, sure. So there's two ways to reach us at Lotus Transitions. Our website, www.lotustransitions.us. And that's spelled L-O-T-U-S, just like the lotus flower. And our email address is info at lotustransitions.us. And uh, we are Evergreen Crossings, which is a resort-style independent living. And we encourage our residents to live their best life now and uh, to enjoy every minute that they have. Jennifer? And at Avery Heights, we're a full continuum of care, so you never have to look for another place as your loved one ages in place. Independent, assisted, memory care, long-term care, short-term rehab. Do you have an office where people can walk in or do you just, uh, they contact you through your website? We have a virtual office and we do have somebody who manages the phones. Her name is Maria and she's there between the hours of 9 and 5 every day, Monday through Friday. Oh, excellent. How about you, Jennifer? We have somebody where you're there located? 24-7. So at Avery Heights, there's somebody there 24-7. You can always get in touch with us. Just call the main number at 860-953-1201. Very good. Very good. Okay. Uh, Time for a couple more items. Sure. Proper lighting. Um, That's the one thing that gets overlooked a lot. Every community is different. There isn't always overhead lighting in every room of the apartment. So we know there's going to be an overhead light in the bedroom, most likely. Certainly the bathroom. 
kitchen, and maybe the front entrance. But for the most part, we recommend one to two floor lamps and then probably about three table lamps. And they could spread those out on an end table in the living room, one or two on the nightstands. I have to ask you about tchotchkes. Yeah. Uh, tchotchkes is a, is a bad yes. word. <laughs> Collectibles. What, about, what were those angels that, that we've had years ago? Or is that the Hummels? The Hummels are not the angels. The angels are the willow tree, I think wow, you're thinking okay. of. But oh, the Hummels, yeah, the Hummels come up in every household. Because mm-hmm. as you can imagine, and as Jennifer mentioned, we're dealing with this particular aging population of uh, population and they lived, a lot of them lived through the depression where you never threw anything away. And so you just kept and kept. It wasn't hoarding back then and it wasn't even collecting. It was you kept the functional things that were still working in your home. And they took such good care of these items that, of course, they, they made it through all these decades. So the Hummels have dropped in value dramatically over the years. But there are certain things that have held their Values such as Yadros and Royal Dalton figurines and things like that. Well, we've got more coming up after the break. Uh, we've been meeting with Donna Finocchiaro. Is that better? Did I do it? Finocchiaro. I'm so sorry. Uh, owner of Lotus Transitions, helping seniors transition uh, from home to communities. You've been listening to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's family and adults to help them get the most out of life and to really enjoy the life they have now. Listen to us next week. We'll see you then. When I'm 64.